A landlord lights his apartment on fire while playing We Didn't Start the Fire. A city removed all of the trees to cut down on public sex. And a new ride-sharing app has drivers who carry guns. These are the weird stories for Thursday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian inside a closet. I got three weird stories from all over the world for you. A landlord set an apartment on fire while blasting We Didn't Start the Fire. That's a song, by the way. We Didn't Start the Fire by Billy Joel. You've all heard it. It was a very popular 80s track. Duluth, Minnesota. A Duluth, Minnesota landlord was charged with setting fire to his own apartment. His own apartment. While blasting Billy Joel's We Didn't Start the Fire as the fire department arrived. I'm sure that was a first for the fire department. Travis Lee Carlson is his name. Uh, Nobody with the name Travis Lee anything has ever done anything upstanding in the world. If you live next to a Travis Lee whatever, just move away. Travis Lee Carlson is charged with first-degree arson after the prosecutors say he intentionally set his apartment ablaze. Why would you let your own apartment ablaze? Is this some sort of insurance scam? The court documents say that the police were called to the fire just after 4 a.m., When first responders arrived, they saw flames jumping from the upstairs apartment, which was occupied by Travis Lee Carlson, who's a big Billy Joel fan and a big fan of fires. The complaint goes on to say that a tenant reported they were woken up earlier to Travis Lee allegedly, quote, smashing glass and breaking things, which is probably normal behavior for anyone named Travis Lee, whatever. About 20 minutes later, Travis knocked on the tenant's door and said the building was on fire. By the way, the building's on fire. Yeah, I did that. Can I uh, now borrow your Bluetooth speaker? I'd like to play uh, We Didn't Start the Fire really loudly as the fire trucks arrived. Yeah, I'm making a short film. A neighbor called 911 and reportedly saw Travis Lee at 3.30 a.m. wearing a helmet, smashing his own windows. So at least he cares about safety. He put a helmet on before he started smashing the windows. Did he put a fireproof suit on before he lit the apartment on fire? The neighbors said they saw Travis Lee under his truck with gas cans going in and out of the home as well. The witness says they then saw what appeared to be fire coming from the apartment, according to the criminal complaint. Investigators investigated what needed to be investigated, and the investigation found that a hole was drilled in the gas tank of Carlson's truck with a drill laying right next to it, because why hide that? Um, gas cans lying on the ground by the truck. There were traces from a burned accelerant, several wires pulled out from the electrical panel. The court documents say when Carlson was found the next day, he even had fresh burn injuries to his arms and legs. Well, it would seem to me all the evidence points into Travis Lee starting the fire. I'm going to do an impression of Travis Lee's lawyer at this point. I call Billy Joel to the stand, Your Honor. He can testify without a doubt that my client did not start the fire. Uh, He will tell you it was always burning, in fact, since the world has been turning. (laughs) I I just love the idea of him playing it on the loudspeaker. And he wasn't there, clearly, because they didn't find him until the next day. So he put on the song on the loop, I assume, for the fire department to hear when they arrived and then walked away. That wasn't the proper song, though, for this. The proper song to play was The Roof, The Roof, The Roof is on Fire. We don't need no water, let the mofo burn. Hey, flip you. Hey, flip you for real. Yay! A city cuts down trees to stop the sex and drugs. 
This story is out of the UK. Plymouth City Council has been accused of butchering some trees after it cut down some palm trees growing in a neighborhood called Ho in order to stop people from using the area for sex and drug taking. Yeah. Well, it's called Ho. What do you expect? People are going to use it for sex. Your neighborhood's called Ho. There's a lot of hoeing going on over there. It's a place for sex. Uh, people like to have sex near trees. Well, I blame the city for not providing any suitable public sex areas. I mean, what do you expect? You're a hoe council. You should build some public sex areas. <laughs> this is stupid. The authority, which has come under heavy criticism following taking down 110 mature trees in the center of the city, has admitted chopping large shrubs, including cabbage palms, near the waterfront to stop all the sexing and drugging. The council insists the work was necessary in order to tackle this antisocial behavior. Yeah, no, why um, invest in some sort of uh, mental help for the people taking drugs and screwing at the base of trees? No, no, just cut all the trees down. That's what the planet needs. You realize if you cut down these trees, that's not going to stop people from having sex. You know, they're just going to hump on the stump. (laughs) It's going to be a lot of hump stumping. It's actually easier to hump on a stump than against a tree, I would say. You can put a blanket on a stump. You can even put a pillow on a stump. Put a beanbag on a stump. Hump on the stump beanbag. That's a great way to do it. Uh, the city apologized to the Ho neighborhood, <laughs> the, Ho, the whole Ho neighborhood, for not telling them about the work. Well, that's a lot of trees to cut down without letting anybody know. This should, shouldn't you have like approval from the community before you cut down over 100 mature trees? That's a whole forest, man. They uh, interviewed a council spokesperson for this article. Well, the area around the Belvedere Shelter has suffered from growing antisocial behavior, with council officers regularly, regularly having to clean up from all the sex. And they've had to clean up drug paraphernalia, paraphernalia as well. Yeah, don't invest in the antisocial behavior with social services. Just cut down all the beautiful trees. The smart, smart people there. <laughs> city councils are just filled with idiots. <laughs> How do you get on a city council? <laughs> Can you spell truck? Uh, T-R-U-K-C-K. Ah, close enough. You're on the council. Spokesperson continued to say, Well, as part of our program of maintenance and following feedback from the local community, we have been keen to clean up this particular space on the hoe, making it more welcoming and safe for both residents and visitors. (laughs) Yeah, so welcoming without those beautiful trees. Now they're all going to get burnt to a crisp. You know the people that live here are very pale, right? They need shade. People in the UK need shade and dentistry. (laughs) Sorry. The council stressed that they're going to install some new plants. Yes, we will be replacing these trees with plants that will improve the biodiversity benefits and provide a better home to the bees and the bugs. I'm sure it's uh, plants that are uncomfortable to make love on, such as spiny cactuses. Cacti. I should say cacti. Sharp cacti we will be putting in there so no one can make love on them. It's very painful to make love on a sharp bed of cacti. I mean, the drugging can pretty much take place even on the ground. Actually, now that I think of it, you can, you can hump on the ground as well. I'm not sure we solved the problem. Anything can be done on the ground. We have a quote from a dissatisfied resident of the area who says, Well, I was shocked to take my usual stroll on the hoe. See a lot, whole lot of palm trees cut down around the shelter here. 
Plymouth now has a very bad press across the country after the despicable felling of these trees, which were really against public opposition. Does the council not realize a huge amount of people are traumatized by what happened? And further, with the sight of the huge pile of trees they just cut down, I wake up and I see more unnecessary felling of these trees. I like the trees. The trees were nice. Another resident said, These palm trees were stunning. Adding to biodiversity for sure. Plus, as all island and seaside people know, they are best at dissipating the winds. The sound of the wind in the palm leaves is very unique and was something to be enjoyed by all of us. And now I'm getting battered by wind every day. I can't even keep a hat on. I had to tie my hat to my skull. Again, it blows my dress up, which I don't mind so much. I can make love on a stump. Well, maybe it was smart for them to cut down the trees to stop people from having sex because we all know when you hang around trees, you get horny. Why is that? Because trees are naughty. <laughs> hey, come on, Jonesy throwing in a pun to end it all. Yay! A new rideshare app where your driver will be carrying a gun. A new ride-sharing app recently launched in Atlanta and New York to compete with Uber and Lyft. What makes this app a little bit special? The driver of your vehicle will be armed with a gun. It's called Black Wolf. Here is a quote from the founder of Black Wolf, Kerry King Brown. What I'm making is a necessary evil. It's a necessity. Yes, it's a necessity, because I know when I'm getting picked up by a stranger in a stranger's car. I feel really comfortable when that stranger's also got an AK. That makes me feel really at home. I know I'm going to get safely to wherever I'm going. And then Brown's company launched last week. Black Wolf first gained widespread attention over the weekend after it went viral on social medias. Uh, Brown's service is being sold as, quote, executive security to those concerned about their personal safety as the country reels from mass shootings and a never-ending barrage of mundane conversations that quickly escalate into gun violence, as you know. A lot of people getting shot at fast food joints because they forgot to put the pickles on the sandwich as well. Yes, yes, more guns is always the solution. You need more guns. We all need guns. Everyone needs guns. If everybody is armed, then peace will finally break out. No fear, though. These drivers are professionals. They are required to pass background checks, and they're trained to defuse any situations where a collision occurs on the road, where a collision occurs, because you need a gun for that. Uh, somebody hit us. No problem. I'll handle it. Be right back. The CEO of the company said that he's worked as a private investigator and a bodyguard and claims that many of his drivers who work for the company come from military and security backgrounds. Whew, thank goodness, because we know those are stable people. The app is currently available in the Apple App Store and for Google Play on Android. They offer three different services on the app, Armed Executive Protection, Unarmed Executive Protection, and School Executive protect Protection. School-based alternatives are being marketed as a way to make sure children get to school more safely. On the company's Facebook page, it says, quote, Every Black Wolf app vehicle is equipped with GPS tracking and live streaming technology that allows our riders to share their lives with their loved ones. Oh, so nice. This is surely going to be a hit. I mean, think about it. How many times have you been in an Uber and a Lyft and you thought, you know what? There's something missing 
in the customer service element. You know, a driver with an AR-15, that's what's missing in this equation. <laughs> I, I, I don't, uh, I can't say I'm a fan of this. I mean, in, in more instances than not, my Uber driver made me feel like I should be armed, if we're being honest. <laughs> kind of just can be creepy, those drivers. What do I know? I mean, maybe this is what's needed in the culture right now. I think the name Black Wolf is strange, though. They should have... I should have called it a pew pew burr. <laughs> pew pew burr. <laughs> I could see it now. You don't tip, you're going to get my clip. Pew pew burr. Yay! Thanks for joining me for this episode of Weird AF News, everyone, and all of the episodes of Weird AF News. If you haven't listened to them, there's well over a thousand, so get busy. Just put it on a loop and do your laundry. That's a good way to do it. Smoke a fatty. Listen to Weird AF News. I got a nice review on Amazon from Anthony. Anthony Andrew. Andrew? Andrew. Tough to say this last name, but I'm just going to call him Tony. Hey, Tony, left me a nice review. Hey, five stars from Tony. Hey, Tony. Uh, Tony wrote, this has become by far my favorite news program. Oh, I'm so flattered. Thank you very much, Anthony, for making me your favorite news program. Anthony wrote me a nice little review. It says, Jonesy's so quick and funny. Cool. Super cool personality. I live for the fact that when he can't pronounce a name, he doesn't even try. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Hey, man, these are hard names out there in the world, you know? I didn't realize it till I started doing an, a worldwide news show. I could never be like a mainstream news anchor because I just couldn't get these names right. They have a hard job. They have to get the names right. Even the names of places I can't pronounce, I'm just like, forget it. Okay, anyways, back to the review. Uh, Anthony writes... Uh, Weird AF News is smart, funny, lighthearted news and a fun way to start my day. Oh, that's so nice. So short and sweet. Lovely review. Thank you so much, Anthony. Big shout out to Ant. Hope you have a great weekend, my brother. If you guys want to write me a review, please go to Amazon or Apple Podcasts. And you can even write them on Spotify uh, on individual episodes. You can write a little review of individual episodes. So please take the time to do that. If you can, I'd appreciate that. Or don't. You might be too busy, and that's okay. Maybe you're rich and you want to send me some some money. That's a good way to do that. Go to weirdafnews.com. Super simple. You can buy me a coffee or join the Patreon right there on weirdafnews.com. Or download the Patreon app on your smartphone and do a search for Weird AF News. I'm the only one. And uh, when you join the Patreon, you, you get uh, extra Weird AF content that I put in there as well, which is kind of fun. So there's that. And uh, oh, by the way, tomorrow's Friday. So we're only going to be doing weird news out of the state of Florida, as we always do on Weird AF News. If you're new to the show on Friday, it's only weird news from Florida. We call it Florida Friday, and it's by far the most popular episode of the week. If you come across any weird news from Florida, feel free to send it to me, funnyjones at gmail.com, or you can slide it into my DMs on Instagram at funnyjones as well. what else? What else? I guess that's about it. Oh, uh, we have a phone number. If you want to call the show, leave a message. 646-450-2012. I often publish my phone calls and messages onto the podcast. So if you don't want that, please make sure up top you mention that you would not like it published. If you would like it published, please don't drop any F-bombs. Because think of the kids and the children. We care about the children. <laughs>